0: Weekly stock market update. Luckily, there's nothing much going on in the world, is there? So it should be all pretty quiet. Here we are on price earnings growth ratios. And you can see energy and financials as ever. However, interestingly enough, some of the banks have popped up as being undervalued. That's their share price compared to the profits per share that the company generates. And also in healthcare, we're getting Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer popping up. So we'll want to keep a close eye on those couple of packaging companies. Very well. That's actually pretty good. Farming companies, some greens there. It's pretty good. And I think it's a reflection of some recent price falls. Now remember, as I go through the stocks I'm going to speak to you about, one thing it's really important that you remember is that I look not just at their charts, but I look at their valuations, their revenue growth, their earnings growth, their dividend deals, their cash return on capital invested, their recent momentum, their sortino ratios, their alphas, and a shed load more information. And I look at about 10,000 companies. Uh, as anybody on my Grain Investments program will know. So let's now look at performance over the past week. Well, you can see fairly green, and what's particularly reassuring, and green is oil and gas companies. Given what's happening in the Middle East, you may well say to yourself, well, hang on, elevated oil prices usually mean greater profitability for these companies, and you just said those companies were undervalued. So I think in future months, Future months. Future updates. Maybe as early as Friday I'll have to start looking at some of the oil and gas companies as well. Remember, the markets are, well, if they're not immoral, they're amoral. Price earnings growth ratios, which is a measure of the share price compared to growth in profits. Again, energy looks cheap, banking looking cheap, everything else pretty much not. How have we done so far this year? We're holding steady at 38% up. We did peak at 44% around there. The S&P is at 13% up. We did peak at about 19 20%. Those on the Great Investments Program did have a great start to the year uh, because some of them managed to double their money because they were more NASDAQ heavy. Uh, others managed to get their 30%, well, when it went up 20% about their 30% returns on those. Well, what does it mean for the rest of the year? Well, in a way, it's not negative. For the rest of the year, you're still trying to pick those 15 to 20 stocks into your portfolio. Uh, So what do you care if the market's falling or rising? Of course, if it's rising, you'll get more of a tailwind behind your stocks. But it won't limit the fact that you've got to still get the same 15 to 20 stocks. It doesn't mean suddenly you don't have to pick the same number of stocks. Now whilst we've had this move upwards in the S&P and I've said it time and again we're in a downward trend so be warned it can do this and then collapse it can do this and then collapse and what's the clue and the giveaway it's really which way is this going. Now at the moment it's going sideways which means we may well break through that to the upside and it's only once we do break through that would I be absolutely bullish but as things stand at the moment you can look at the seasonality not too bad October and certainly November so it does suggest we'll break to the upside if you're risk loving you would take that bet right now do you want to take a bet on bullish markets in this global environment probably not so the rest of us we just wait well speaking of waiting what are we going to wait on well certainly when it comes to the FTSE 100 I'm sorry I'm putting a cap on it that can and should go that way, that'll probably go that way, and the FTSE does show some degrees of undervaluation. So I really want it to break above that downward trend before I could call it positive on that one. Now, Apple, and this is where we are with this. I'm gonna call the Apple strategy anything where, with Apple, I'm gonna hold my existing holdings. If you put a gun to my head and you, I didn't already own Apple, I would buy, but probably dollar cost average. I'm certainly not selling, okay? So we'll call that the Apple strategy. Why? Well, because this is kissing the moving average, the yellow dotted line, the monthly MACD. Look, monthly MACD. It's a momentum indicator. It hasn't fallen below. It's kissing as it's done before, but it hasn't fallen below. And it it sometimes does that. Look, it did it here. Uh, sometimes it can drop a little bit below and then back up, and when that happens, you can get some nice big rallies. So that's why I said hold, or if I didn't own, I'd buy. That's where we are. That's the Apple strategy. Okay, the analysts think twelve months, sorry, twelve percent more to the upside from current price to the average of what they forecast. What about Alphabet? Again, I'm going to go with the Apple strategy for the same reasons already given. In this case, it's actually rising. So I've got more reasons to be bullish. Okay, that's the Apple strategy again with this because it almost looks identical to both the S&P 500 and to Apple. And that's where we are with it now. Will it go in that direction? Probably more likely than not. Okay, so we're going to use the Apple strategy with that. I'm also going to use the Apple strategy with Amazon. Why? Well, it looks pretty similar. I don't like to trade my investments. So that's where we are. And you can have a look here, of course, uh, Deutsche Bank, UBS, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, and you can see what seasonality is doing down there in each of these charts. Feel free to rewind this broadcast. So so we are with this. And by the way, for those of you who've not gone on my, this is the public broadcast, and not gone on my Great Investments Program, you really should, uh, have a look at com forward slash links. Okay, so that's what we've got over there, and that's the direction I'm thinking. Would I buy it today? Nah, just wait. Still a bit longer, uh, because what I don't want to happen is you know it's like this or like that, you know. Um, so that's why that's your Disney NVIDIA. Well, I've discussed it many times before, and you know what to do, it's overbought, it will probably do this. This is looking to do this, but if that support holds, great. Now you might say, well, if it drops 10% from the highest it's been. I will sell 10% of my stock. If it drops 20%, I'll sell 30%, etc. So you work out, depending on how risk-averse you are, how much you will sell based on how much it drops. If you're very risk-averse, you will sell a lot based on a very small drop. Okay. If you're very risk-loving, you will sell very little based on a very big drop okay simple so listen to that again if you need to nvidia the uh, analysts think it will go up 47 percent, however to the upside tesla apple strategy simple all right meta look at that shoot on up you know some people are just not worried now that's looking it's gonna obviously the upside gains are limited just look at what happened here in the past you had these moves but there's is a limit and will it drop off we don't know that yet. i'm not worried about it yet that's why we do these updates twice a week and they're the only updates you need to listen in fact i've seen what's on tv it's the only thing you need to watch on tv every week as well that's your meta okay service now apple strategy similar kind of reason over there don't forget to look at seasonality and what the analysts are saying cisco apple strategy same reason okay Fantastic, and that's your lot. Have a look at campaignforamillion.com and com forward slash links. Like, follow for more. If you're still listening to this at this point, you get a bonus point. Send me a hug to prove that you are. I might even enter your name in a raffle. Thank you very much. Boom, 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 boom. be be do